Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, everybody? We are alive with Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 221. It's your boy KB coming at you live from Underground Studios. And on the voice line tonight, we've got a very special guest, the host with the most. He runs our fantasy football division here on the network, the one and only Patty Pitts. What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. Just excited to be hopping in and helping you out and talking some NFL free agency because you guys have had more luck than up uh, us here in New England. So, yeah, let's just talk about that because I can't talk anymore about uh, what's going on up in uh, Patriot country. So, <laughs> <laughs> We got a lot to discuss with the Eagles and just overall NFL free agency. But before we get to that, as always, guys, show brought to you by our amazing local business sponsors. If you still have the ability to do so, go support them during this weird, odd time because they need your help, too. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, go support our friends at Design Tree. It's a weird time right now. Pennsylvania shut down all non-essential businesses, which includes Design Tree, but they're making some things happen, so make sure you follow them on Twitter, at DSGN Tree. Uh, NFL free agency is really the only sports going on, but first we're going to uh, get into why Patty Pitts is on the line. Yes, I said he runs our fantasy football department here at Underground Sports. Uh, the fourth and goal gang officially rebranded. They're on the network full-time now. We kind of gave them a test run towards the end of the season, and uh, they are now our official fantasy football outlet. Patty Pitts, how's it feel to uh, know that 4th and Goal has a permanent home now? You know what? It feels great. You know, we started out just two friends in a basement who love fantasy football and just wanted to kind of, you know, put ourselves out there and we got that outlet and got that chance at Quinnipiac with from the bleachers. But obviously, just like our time at Quinnipiac, we had to graduate as well. So we were kind of in that low period of just, you know, what to do next? Do we keep it going? Is this viable? And then we met up with you guys. You guys had a great offer for us and an offer that we could not refuse. And we just love being on the network we finally have an official outlet to have our show go off of so that people can get the best fantasy advice best fantasy advice possible from the comfort of their man cave you're damn right and that means patty pitts and the boys once uh fantasy football gets started they're going to be doing shows to get your lineups ready for the week they're going to be giving you information on twitter instagram all that good stuff and of course, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast feed, Fourth and Goal. Just search it on whatever podcast platform you use. It's the nice, big, bright blue 
football icon because we rebranded them for uh, the introduction into the underground sports family. And uh, I got to say, the logo looks fantastic. It's easy to find you guys now on any podcast platform. And uh, we worked on that logo for quite a bit to make it pop and make it look as pristine as possible. And now you guys are rocking and rolling, pumping out the content from the Pitts Cave. Yeah, and I love the logo too. It's bright. It's bright sky blue, like a nice summer's day. And you know what? That's kind of what we want to have here. We have want to have that kind of content going, and that's just what we have. Just we two bright guys with uh, bright ideas about how to kind of give you the best content possible. So we'll give you guys all the the Twitter lowdowns for the Fourth and Gold Gang at the end of the show. But, uh, Patty Pitts, we've had some crazy NFL free agency stuff go down. Obviously, the last time we had a show, we were talking about your boy Tom Brady going to uh, Tampa Bay and everything. That's official. But the Eagles have made quite a bit of moves uh, over the past few days. The biggest move being they traded for uh, one of your Detroit Lions because Patty Pitts' secret obsession is the Detroit Lions. But, uh, Don't ask, just accept it. That's literally it. <laughs> Darius Slay is now a Philadelphia Eagle. I could not be happier. Uh, he's one of the best corners in the league. The Eagles gave up a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick for Darius Slay, and uh, they also gave him a three-year contract extension that makes him the highest-paid corner in the NFL. Uh, I was thrilled from an outsider's perspective how do you feel about Darius Slay being on the move and going to the Eagles? See, I think it's a great move for the Eagles because the Eagles needed a lot of help in the secondary, and they got it with Darius Slay. He's just so good at coverage, and he's just really been the only kind of shining piece in that Detroit defense that has been struggling for so long. And I honestly thought when they signed Desmond Trufant that they were going to, all right, finally, we got a nice secondary here. Let's, you know with Okuda or Simmons coming in, whoever that may be to take the uh, reins is going to, they're going to revamp the defense and then Slay goes to the Eagles and it's like, all right, well, there goes that idea. But the, you know, he's just one of those guys that can really make plays happen. He's really solid. He's just someone that you can trust uh, to lead your defense. And um, I mean, the Eagles got a really good, uh, really good player in Slay. Yeah, I'm super excited. Obviously, everybody talks about the down year Darius Slay had last year. He was injured for part of the year, and I think it was just scheme. Like, Detroit was not that good of a team, and the way they were running the defense didn't really play to Darius Slay's strengths. Uh, And then it's obviously come out over the past, you know, almost week now that uh, Darius Slay and Matt Patricia did not like each other. And, uh... You know, obviously with Matt Patricia being from that New England coaching tree, what did you make of uh, those two butting heads? I, you know what, it's one of those things where Patricia is, he's kind of a tough guy to get along with at first, but it's like Belichick, once you buy into the system, it works. Problem is, not everyone's going to buy into your system, and it looks like Patricia kind of is bringing in his guys that he knows he can trust, and Slay just did not like that, and kind of rubbed him the wrong way. And there was a report saying that um, Patricia questioned why he was working out with the guys like Sherman, and I forget who the other guy was off the top of my head, but because he's only a good corner. And then once – so if that is the case, then I can understand why he would leave. But Darius Slay is not just a good corner. So, I mean, I can obviously see where his frustration is coming from. 
But I mean, Patricia's a great defensive mind. I mean, there's a reason why he had so much so much success in New England throughout his career. So I mean, it's so weird to see. I'm just happy that Slay finally found home because I do love him as a player, and I think it'll really work well with uh, Dougie P and the uh, Eagles. Yeah, I'm super excited because I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. Darius Slay was in Detroit when Jim Schwartz was there, so they have a history together. Uh, when Darius Slay was on local radio here, he called Jim Schwartz a genius. Um, so knowing that he has that familiarity and comfortability with Jim Schwartz makes me very excited. I think he fits what Jim Schwartz tries to do a hell of a lot better than any of the corners the Eagles have had over the past couple of years. And that comes with a, a Super Bowl championship where he was kind of piecing together a bunch of young corners that nobody really knew what they were. Uh, so to get a proven kind of lockdown guy, I think for the first time since Asante Samuel was in an Eagles uniform, is massive. Uh, Darius Slay obviously being a huge Kobe Bryant fan. And uh, Rodney McLeod being back wearing number 23. Darius Slay will be wearing number 24 to honor Kobe Bryant. He said he's going Kobe mode. So I don't know if NFC East wide receivers should be uh, nervous, shaking in their boots, but it sounds like Darius Slay is poised to be having one hell of a season this year with the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, you said it. If he's going Kobe mode, like, be afraid. Be very afraid. Because he was great when he wasn't in mob, having that mob mentality. Now that he has it, I mean, he's just going to be a weapon for that defense. And, I mean, for the most part, Darius Slay has been relatively healthy. There's been, uh, you know, he's only missed a few games in his career. In 2016, he missed three games. Uh, he played all 16 games in 2017, missed one game in 2018, and missed two in 2019. So, overall, he's been a relatively healthy player, which the Eagles have not had in their secondary. And I think he adds a, a swagger factor to this secondary, too. He likes to do the finger wag, just like Jalen Mills. So I can't wait for, uh, you know, the Boomer Eagles fans to be pissed off anytime Darius Slade does a finger wag. But, you know, the, the Eagles defense, I talked about it on the last episode, how they're going to miss Malcolm Jenkins. I thought it was a huge mistake letting him go. Um, but... The moves the Eagles have been able to make, you know, Darius Slay, Jalen Mills still being here, and I'm a huge Jalen Mills guy, Rodney McLeod being back, um, and there's there's a few other guys like Cravon LeBlanc and Avante Maddox that are, are still here, Sidney Jones, who I still have a bit of, you know, hope and aspiration for as an early pick in 2017. Um, this Eagle secondary has swagger about it that it hasn't had in quite some time. I think since the Super Bowl year uh, was the last time we've really seen that Eagles swagger come out of this team. And I think Darius Slay adds a whole new element to it. And I think the next guy we're going to talk about, Will Parks, adds a, a dimension to this Eagles defense that they haven't had in a long time. Will Parks coming over from the Broncos. He took less money from I believe it was the Vikings and another team I'm blanking on but it was definitely the Vikings in there he took less money to come home because Will Parks is from North Philly uh, and he's going to be playing with the Eagles fighting for a, a you know that third safety spot and to get him on a one-year deal to have that North Philly swagger and attitude into this defense Will Parks coming over from the Denver Broncos I'm very excited he's a former sixth round pick uh, and, you know, he's getting a second contract now fighting for 
a, a spot on a team that I think is going to use a lot of three safety sets because they don't really value the linebacker position uh, as much as I think they should. But Will Parks coming in, I think he's going to be that fun uh have swagger have a lot of you know he's gonna talk that talk and walk the walk i'm very excited about will parks coming over from the broncos yeah and you guys you said it you know the eagles need a lot of help in the secondary i think the two biggest weaknesses that the eagles had last year were the receiving core and the secondary so to upgrade those with slay and parks i mean you're already doing one job fixing that now just working on the receiving core yeah, the receiving core is going to be the interesting thing because we've seen throughout the NFL, I believe only three wide receivers, or four now actually, because former Eagle Nelson Aguilar is on the move, and we'll talk about that too. Uh, only four wide receivers of note have signed in free agency, and that's Amari Cooper, Emmanuel Sanders, Nelson Aguilar going to the Las Vegas Raiders, and there was one more, and I'm totally blanking on who it is. Um but to have only four wide receivers come off the board so far, you know, and Robbie Anderson is still out there. There's Brashad Perriman is still out there, who I know both you and I are big Perriman guys. I love Brashad Perriman. Love Brashad Perriman. I would Perriman. love for him to come to Philly as kind of that veteran speed guy to give Deshaun Jackson some insurance. Um, but to only see four wide receivers come off the board so far – is very interesting to me. I wanted to get your thoughts on that because, you know, everybody needs wide receivers. You can't have, you know, too many wide receivers, I think, in today's NFL. To see so few come off the board so far, what do you make of that? Well, the biggest takeaway that I have from that is that the it, obviously the game is becoming more of a passing game, a quarterback-driven uh, game. With that being said, there's obviously it's going to be – in favor of the wide receivers. With that, though, that means that more wide receivers, there's more talent, and it's not a lot of exclusivity that you would see in years past. I mean, any anyone pretty much can be a solid wide receiver for any team, and that kind of lowers their value in a sense. But then again, with that, that means that the top-tier guys are going to be more valued. And the problem is there are a lot of top-tier guys, but is Robbie Anderson really a top-tier? I don't think so. I think he's that he's on that Tier 3, uh, low-end Tier 3, high-end Tier 4 that wants to make that jump to a Tier 2, but just has not had the opportunity because he's been on a team like the Jets. And if you look at a lot of guys, too, that have signed uh, deals already, those are big-name guys, Amari Cooper, being the biggest name one. I mean, I think if he was the biggest free agent signing next to Emmanuel Sanders, um, and Emmanuel Sanders, I think is just on the, on not the decline of his career, but I mean, he's getting up there. Uh, He goes to the saints, which is a huge upgrade for him. A quarterback is how he has Drew Brees throwing the ball, takes a load off Michael Thomas a lot too. And Alvin Kamara. So that's a great place for him. But yeah, there's just not a lot of, um, you know, the, the, the wide receiver position is such a weird position to, uh, it really kind of look at every year because you just never know what's going to happen. But I think the wide receivers who have signed have have signed in kind of the best locations possible. Nelson Aguilar, I think, is a, a good example because I think he needs to go to, an, uh, I want to say Oakland, but now they're Las Vegas, uh, because he needs that kind of next level. I, I think he was just not working out for him in Philly. I think John Gruden will kind of kick him in the butt a little bit and make him a better player. And I just think that, you know, 
he he cannot be the number one wideout, and I don't think that's why he signed in uh, with Las Vegas to be that number one wideout. However, uh, Amari Cooper signed to be the number one wideout with that amazing deal he got. Yeah, and I think the other part we have to factor in is this historic wide receiver class that is you know about to come into the league in the draft. Uh, it's going to be arguably the best wide receiver class we'll ever see because of the amount of guys in that upper echelon talent. Obviously, there's the big three, but the overall depth at the wide receiver position in this draft, I think, has saturated the market a bit on guys where teams are just going to wait and they're going to you know, see how, le- how much less they can give guys uh, – whether it's contract length or money, uh, because they can go and get somebody that's young and cheap on a four-year, three-year deal from the NFL draft because of the the plethora of wide receivers coming out of college this year. Yeah, and then that's the thing, too, and the biggest name that comes to mind off the top of my head is C.D. Lamb. I think if you grab a C.D. Lamb-type wide receiver, you, you really have a difference maker for your franchise, and that's what a lot of teams need to do, and that's why I don't think they're really risking it on that high that high-end receiver in free agency, they want to wait and kind of mold that young receiver coming out of college so they can fit that player for their system. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see, like, who these teams are that kind of make moves for wide receivers and, like, which teams are going to move up because there's the obvious rumors of, you know, different teams pulling the uh, the old Atlanta Falcons Julio Jones move where they move up to, you know, the top six, top five to get a CD lamb, to get a Henry Ruggs. Uh, one of these guys that are going to be a difference maker from day one. It's just going to be interesting to see what has to be given up to move into those spots. Uh, once the NFL draft gets here. Yeah. And it's really, it's really interesting to see because you just never know what teams are going to do until draft day. I mean, that's the thing, too, is that a lot of teams are looking for that duo, the wide receiver duo that now you see with Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas. You see now in Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald. You want that duo to help out younger quarterbacks so that you give them a little bit of um, you know, more options to throw to and help them out to develop them. It's really It's going to be really interesting to see what teams kind of climb that ladder. I don't really know what is going to happen in the draft because it's, you know, teams need certain positions, but at the same time, they really need to kind of find that generational talent as well. Absolutely. And uh, if you're watching on Twitch or Facebook, make sure you follow the page. You can hit the like button on Facebook. You hit the the heart to follow on Twitch. It's free to follow. And uh, we're very close to 100 followers. We got a lot of content coming on the Twitch channel, not just the live pods, but uh, Patty Pitts has been doing the U Sports Leagues. And uh, obviously, Steve's been doing his thing with his streams as well. So make sure you follow the Twitch channel and the Facebook page to know when we go live. Um some other news around the league, though, when it pertains to the Eagles' pits, is uh, one Yannick Ngakwe posting the utmost cryptic Instagram posts on his stories over the past few days uh, pertaining to the Eagles. He's posted pictures of Reggie White sacking quarterbacks. He's posted pictures of Trent Cole, two of the all-time great defensive ends in Eagles history. He's posted pictures of Philly cheesesteaks, saying he's never had one, but he needs to get one. Obviously, 
we're a little skeptical because we've seen Yannick do this uh, when it comes to the New York Giants before free agency even started. He was posting uh, pictures of LT and getting Giants fans riled up. Now he's doing it with the Eagles, but it's been on a more consistent basis that Yannick Ngakwe has been posting about the Philadelphia Eagles. And we know Howie Roseman likes to you know, move in silence. The moves that make the most impact typically happen when there's no noise about them from Eagles camp. Uh, if Yannick Ngakwe is traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, what does that do for that defense? It just makes them even more powerful. I mean, Ngakwe is one of those guys who can really get to the quarterback. He's so good off the line, and he's just really a scary pass rusher that the Eagles need to kind of get back to that Super Bowl champion-type team. And, I mean, if you guys get Ngakwe, one, it would destroy the Jaguars as a whole, and I just don't think that they could kind of recover from that until a couple of years if they invest in young core and you kind of just build within a draft or within a few drafts, to be honest. And it would just make the Eagles stronger contenders in the NFC East. At this point, I mean, the Redskins are going to be making moves with Ron Rivera now running the, you know, captain, like running the ship essentially. And then you have the Giants making moves now uh, to get them back to where they were a couple of years ago. And then the Cowboys, too, are always that wild card that just they've just been so great. And they're making the moves that they need to. However, they did lose Byron Jones, which is a massive loss for them uh, on the defensive end. So if you guys can get Ngakwe, I mean, that would really set you guys apart in the NFC East. Yeah, I mean, so many people are skeptical about trading for Yannick. Let me tell you guys. Yannick has been doing what he's been doing in the league since 2016, and he is 24 years old. He will turn 25 at the end of this month. Yannick is one of the youngest players in the NFL to be doing it at you know the speed he's doing. He's a third-round pick in 2016 at pick number 69, hashtag nice. Uh, but to, to trade a first-round pick, which I don't think it's going to take to get Yannick because – you're going to have to sign him to that extension, and the Jaguars have to know that. I think it's going to be more in the realms of what we saw from like the Frank Clark D. Ford trades just last season, where they give, where whatever team it is, you're going to give up a second round pick or a future second round pick to get Yannick into your facility through trade. And I am all for it. Yannick has 37 and a half sacks, 122 total tackles. 14 forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, two interceptions as a defensive end, nine pass deflections, and two defensive touchdowns in his four seasons in the NFL. And he is 24 years old. He's done that through age 24. He's a special talent. And I don't blame him for, you know, going through this whole holdout process, for wanting to force his way out. Yannick is a special type of player, and whatever it takes, I think the Eagles need to do it. Pair him with Brandon Graham. You're more than likely going to have to trade, I'd say, a second-round pick and Derek Barnett to get Yannick here, but Yannick is that much better of a player than Derek Barnett that I am totally okay moving on from DB because he hasn't really flashed the way that Yannick has, and Derek Barnett was a top-14 pick. So if you can bring in Yannick, pair him with Brandon Graham, and once Brandon Graham eventually retires, because he's going to be an Eagle for life, 
Yannick's your your number one pass rusher, along with Fletcher Cox. You just brought in Javon Hargrave. You've got Malik Jackson. You've got uh, Hassan Ridgeway in here. Josh Sweat made improvements last year. Yannick's the best pass rusher in this draft, in my opinion, too. You put Yannick into this draft class, it's him and Chase Young, and there's no debate about it. And I think I'd rather have Yannick because he's proven for four years now, Pitts, that he has what it takes to succeed and then some at the NFL level. Well, that's the thing, too, and you already you said it, is what do you need in this draft? And if you need a pass rusher, are you going to get one with your pick? And that's a lot of the, the conversation that you have to, re, um, have to have to have if you're a front office or a scout is that can you get any value for that pick? And if you need Ngakwe and you're willing to give up that first round rounder because you're like, listen, this is the best bang for our buck that we can get. I mean, look what the Dolphins did with the Steelers and Minka Fitzpatrick. They knew they were going to get they were not going to get anyone close to Minka Fitzpatrick. And they did, or they they did the trade, and look what happened. Fitzpatrick became one of the Steelers' best defensive backs, if not one of the best defensive backs in the AFC. So I think it's a great move for the Eagles to do if you want to give up a first-rounder for Ngakwe because the Jaguars are going to need all the first-round picks and draft picks that they can to build their franchise back to what they were a couple of years ago to get back to the AFC championship game. I think you need to do it. You need to pull the trigger because this NFL now, it's not like it was years before. It's kind of looking like the NBA when it comes to off seasons, you know, players are going to sign where they want to with their pals, their buddies, and they want to build the best team possible to win a Super Bowl. I think they need to kind of pull the trigger here because it's a different league now and it just, it absolutely shows. And you got to build through the trenches and that's what won the Eagles, the Super Bowl in 2017. They had one of the best, if not the best offensive line in the league. Their defensive line was elite top tier. And to add Yannick Ngakwe and have him and Brandon Graham on the outside edge and then Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Malik Jackson up the middle that's one of the best defensive lines on paper that you could even think of, and to have them all in one building is absolutely absurd. And like I said, I don't think it's going to take a first-round pick to get Yannick out of Jacksonville because he's on the last year of his – he's on that franchise tag. Uh, You're going to have to give him a new contract, and the Jaguars are going to have to know that going into a trade that any team trying to acquire Yannick, they're not going to get that first-round value for him because of the contract extension that's looming. I think it's going to take like a second round pick and a player uh, to kind of offset Yannick departing, which I, which is why I threw Derek Barnett in there. It could be a guy like Sidney Jones uh, to add to their secondary. Something player-wise is going to have to be in that deal, but I don't think it's going to take a first round pick, and that's why the Eagles most certainly have to pull the trigger on this. Yannick's young. He goes into their their rebuild plan because, yes, the Eagles are rebuilding whether you like it or not. And to add a 25-year-old talent that has damn near 38 sacks in his NFL career so far, he's on pace to be something special. And to, to add him into this team that thrives through the trenches, pair him with Brandon Graham, come to an organization that is known for, you know, succeeding in the trenches and, and, switching things up and making it you know a place where defensive ends and defensive tackles want to play Yannick Ngakwe makes way too much sense for him to not be an eagle 
by the time I'd say the draft rolls around. And Howie Roseman, if you're listening to this, pull the trigger. Like, it, it needs to be done. You gave up a third and a fifth-round pick for Darius Slay, and you still have a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick because of comp picks. You didn't really lose much when you acquired Darius Slay. Trade a second-round pick and a player or whatever it takes to get Yannick outside of your first-round pick because the Eagles are going to need a wide receiver with that first-round pick. But to go get Yannick and essentially say we're drafting him with one of these picks makes way too much sense to me. DeAndre Hopkins was traded for a second-round pick. If you can trade him for – if you if you can trade DeAndre Hopkins for that value – you can get Ngakwe for less than a first-rounder. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the fact that, that DeAndre Hopkins was traded for what he was traded for makes all of this kind of feasible because, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins didn't even get traded for a first-round pick, and you can make the argument D-Hop is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. The Arizona Cardinals did not give up a first-round pick. And they still have DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, and Chase Edmonds are now in their backfield. Now they still have so much to play with in the draft to upgrade their defense and offensive line. I mean, it just makes sense for the Eagles to do that as well for Ngakwe. And you're only helping your team now to rebuild. Like, yeah, you might not be in championship contention this year. But if you get him now, then you have three two or three years to do so, and you said he's 24. He has not hit his prime yet. So if you have him when he's in his prime, kind of like a Reggie White deal, I mean, it, it just makes too much sense to not happen. Like 37 and a half sacks in four years for Yannick. That's ridiculous. That's a, almost that's just a tick under 10 sacks per season that he's been in the NFL. Like he's going to be on pace for – astronomical numbers and for him to have been a third round pick when he was drafted and he's exceeding all of those expectations the Eagles need to pull the trigger and get this man in here because it will make a lot of Eagles fans happy on game day knowing that Yannick Ngakwe is going to be on their defense plus I want to hear as many fans and as many media personalities mispronounce Yannick's name as much as possible because isn't that the best isn't that just the best when sports media people try to say a name and they just can't do it like it's your it's job it's just so funny it is your job to know how to pronounce guys names <laughs> and you can't do it and it's absolutely hilarious the amount of times i heard people talk about nelson aguilar and say Ag- aguilar 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 like mispronouncing it to the umpteenth degree like that's one of the reasons like I'm probably he's probably happy to be gone is that he doesn't have to hear people mispronounce his name week in and week out. But speaking of Nelson Aguilar, he's going to the Las Vegas Raiders. We touched on it a little bit. You guys bashing Nelson Aguilar on social media for dropping passes and everything. That's a loser mentality. Yes, Nelson Aguilar did not have the career that we expected from him in his 5 years in Philadelphia, but 2017 was the year that Nelson Aguilar helped change this franchise for the rest of time. He had one of the best 2017 seasons on this team. He had one of the best Super Bowl performances for a wide receiver. Pitts will tell you Nelson Aguilar's 2017 Super Bowl performance probably still haunts him in his sleep. Uh, I'm thankful for Nelson Aguilar. You know, it, it sucks it didn't work out, but 
for him to do what he did in 2017, what he did in the Super Bowl, I'll forever be grateful for Nelson Aguilar. And uh, that's how everybody should remember him. You know, it's 2017. Don't talk about the negative stuff. Just remember the good times. And that was the Super Bowl year. See, I'm only I'm always going to remember Aguilar as the meme of the man who says his that name too. as the kid is trying to or he's saving children out of a burning building. And he said, yeah, I'm catching them. Unlike Aguilar. And that face is always going to be imprinted in my head. Even though, yeah, you're right. I mean, Nelson Aguilar was great. He was solid in 2017, and yeah, he didn't have the best season uh, last season on his way out. But, I mean, he was still a solid wide receiver, someone that I would want on my team, essentially. Uh, but, yeah, just stinks that Philly's given him the rap that he has uh, on his way out. Yeah, he's going to go to Las Vegas. He'll go in a, a low-pressure situation closer to home because he went to USC. Uh, who knows what the Raiders are going to be doing this season? I no one knows what the Raiders. Nobody are knows. Nobody knows. Uh, the quarterback situation is weird. They're bringing in Jason Witten, so they're reuniting him with oh John God, Gruden. They might as well just have Monday Night Football in Vegas all year long. Um, but it, you know, shout out to Nelson Aguilar. He was uh, he was one of the guys that was needed to make 2017 happen. Without him, the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl. And uh, that's why I'll always be grateful for him there. Uh, one of the other Eagles free agent moves that went down this week is they signed a linebacker, Jatavis Brown, from the San Diego, just kidding, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys that kind of fits the mold of what the Eagles do. They sign these special teams specialists at the linebacker position that can do a lot of things around the field, but they're not good and elite at one spot at the linebacker position. Uh, it's an interesting signing. I don't mind it, especially with the departure of Kamu Gruje Hill, but Jatavis Brown coming in, uh, don't expect him. I don't expect him to be this all world, you know, dominant linebacker, but I'm, I'm intrigued to see what he can do because the Chargers defense overall is a, a fun defense to watch and him coming from there um pair him up with you know different guys in this defense like nate gary duke riley tj edwards it's just more competition in my opinion it's a one-year deal and um you know he's going to be part of this this team that desperately needs linebacker help you know nigel bradham's gone now Kamu Grugier Hill is gone now. They need some sort of elite linebacker, whether it's through the draft, a trade, free agency, whatever it may be. But uh, I think this is just a depth move on Howie Roseman's part to bring in Jatavis Brown, but I'm cool with it. It's a one-year deal. There's no such thing as a bad one-year deal. Yeah. No, this the one-year deals are probably the best way to go if you need someone that you don't know how they're going to pan out, but you give them that try one year, not bad. And then if you like them at the end, you can always reset. Exactly. And uh, some other news with the Eagles. Uh, our guy, friend of the show, the first male cheerleader in Eagles history, Kyle Tangway, his, uh, his experience on American Idol has come to an end. want to give a big shout out to Kyle. He listens to the show. Uh, we were rooting for him throughout the whole process as he was on American Idol, but uh, happy to see him, you know, be able to follow his dream and, and be able to uh, hop on the national spotlight. Unfortunately, it ended way too soon in our opinion, but uh, Kyle, you're a legend, and obviously we've talked about getting you on the show. It's going to have to happen soon so we can talk about 
all of that good stuff. But uh, Kyle Tangwise American Idol experience has come to an end, which is kind of a bummer. But uh, we're going to be working on getting Kyle on the show, plus a number of other guests on the show. Um, and that's why you need to be following us here on Twitch, here on Facebook. Hit the heart button on Twitch. It lets you know when we go live. There's an app on your phone you can download and watch us on the go. Same thing with Facebook. It'll let you know when we go live. If you just like our page, just search Underground Sports Philadelphia. Uh, Patty Pitts, talk to me. Yes. Talk to me. The fourth and goal, boys. Obviously, we're we're introducing you to the main show crowd here. Uh, let everybody know what the plans are here with, with fourth and goal going into your guys' third season of existence. Obviously, we've discussed a number of things you guys are going to be doing, but you've you've assembled a, a team of, of fantasy experts up in Boston, and uh, you guys are going to be running the show from up in the Pitts Cave. Got a lot planned, especially coming here on the Twitch channel once the season gets started, but let everybody know what Fourth and Goal is all about and uh, who your, your crew of fantasy gurus is and what you guys are going to be doing. Uh, for fantasy football season. So you said it best. You know, I assembled a team of the best fantasy experts uh, I could possibly find, a.k.a. my best friends. And, uh, yes, that's everyone's like, oh, everyone does things with their best friends. But at the same time, um, we've been doing this for 10 years at this point. Uh, We started at the breakfast table at our high school, and it started with our just fantasy league that – we didn't even throw money on, to be honest with you. We just wanted to beat each other. Uh, that's how much we kind of love fantasy football and love competition. So it started out with that. And then, um, you know, Ben and I started, obviously, the podcast at school. And we were looking for that kind of outlet of, oh, what do we do next, all this stuff. And, um, you know, we came up with the, the tagline of expert analysis from the comfort of your man cave. And it's really true because that's what the Pitts Cave is. It's just a glorified man cave uh, of how I set it up here. And we knew that if we were going to grow, we were going to have to build an army, build a team. So that's what we did. You know, um, we have our boy Cali Will, as I like to call him. Um, he's kind of the stack guy. So if you uh, do follow us already at Fourth and Goal USP, and you see the hashtag Four AG Stats, that is all Cali Will. Uh, he's been our stats guru. He's really been into stats, and that's why he's been so successful in fantasy because he does the prep that I have no idea how to do with Excel and numbers and whatnot. Um, you know, I'm more intangibles. He's more numbers, you know, all that. And so we added him to the to the mix. Uh, and then we also had him – we had to add on Jimmy Cronk. Uh, he's just been a long lifelong friend and a supporter of the show. He has his own ideas and insight that we need to get on, and he loves Twitter, loves commentating, loves really kind of getting in the mix on social media. So that's going to be our guy for all of that. Um, you know, kind of throwing him in the mix because he needs he needs to be a part of the team. You know, and and you'll see that um, on our social media pages. And then this guy actually isn't a Boston guy. It's our boy um, F Tank. D, I call him Diesel. Um, he's a New York guy, but he is a friend of Ben and Ben and I's from school and he just wanted to be on the show. I mean, anytime Ben and I would record, he's always like, get me on the show, get me on the show. So we're like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to get you on. And it was the Super Bowl episode with the, uh, Pats and Rams. 
and he just flourished. I mean, he just loved being on the show, loved, um, you know, having that outlet to say his gambling analysis because that's that's our kind of – that's our gambler. That's our sports gambler that um, – one thing that we're going to add to the show um, is kind of that sports gambling analysis, the NFL – uh, gambling analysis because it's so hot right now. Sports gambling is literally the uh, one of the hottest things going on right now. So we're going to have him on. He's been on a couple hot streaks uh, with other sports, but once the NFL season comes around, it's going to be really on tap and really on on it to make the you know give you the best content. So we added him, and you know it, it, it's just a great team that I, we assembled up here. And I alluded to before, you asked what our plans are for this year. Well, we're going to be giving you the show every week. We're going to try to do twice a week um, with Sunday games and then, um, you know, previews for the weekend um, after on like Thursdays or whatnot. And then on Sundays, the the content doesn't stop. You know, we're going to start on Twitch. You're already watching us on Twitch now. I'm on Twitch with the UNBA and UNHL. So I'm like, you know what? Let's make a free game show our yeah, pregame show out of it. So we're gonna have the breakfast blitz, which I'm very excited about. Right here uh, on our starting. Twitch channel, the breakfast right blitz. Here. This is the first time the people have heard about this. Has been a project we've been working on, and uh, it's gonna be right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Twitch channel. The breakfast blitz is coming this fall. Yeah, and in it's what I alluded to with how we started is that we're at the breakfast table. People would come in and out uh, to start the school day and we would literally just talk football it didn't matter what it was it was fantasy patriots nfl whatnot um it was kind of that escape before we had to go back to our the doldrums of reality of uh the classroom and you know we're kind of bringing that down to the pits cave um you're gonna see jimmy cronk you're gonna see your boy patty pitts you're gonna see the clock tower with all the power uh big ben o'sullivan and uh we might have f tank Diesel up here, Cali will if you can get a flight home. You know, we're just going to have anyone really who's on our team and on the network to kind of just give you the best analysis because that's that's the tagline I'm going to say all the time now. Expert analysis from the comfort of our man cave. That's really what it is. You know, we're going to give you the best insight you could possibly find, but we're just we're just like you. We're just in our basements watching this stuff too. We just know it a little bit better. Um, and kind of have a, a passion for it and a love for it that is un, you know, undescribable. And that's what we want to portray to you. And one thing that we've been talking about, I'll, I'll preview it a little bit here, is that um, we love to golf. You know, our boy, that's what we do in the summer when we're not um, in the trenches doing our research and whatnot. We like to get out in the greens. So we're going to try to bring that to you in some sort of content form uh, during the summer if we can get out. Jeez, at this point with um, all Big the nonsense facts. going on, if we can even get to the golf courses. But we'll see. You know, that's what we're here for. We just want to give you the best content possible doing what we love to do. So, Yeah, and you speak of golf. Uh, you know, the boys up in Boston, they approached me with some a plethora of ideas. So some, some other podcasts are going to be coming to the network soon enough. Uh, so keep your eyes out for that. But... Patty Pitts assembled a, a wrecking ball crew that's going to come in and dominate our fantasy football coverage for the foreseeable future. I know we've gone up and down with our fantasy outlets where we had one that we just started, and then last year we had goal line that has unfortunately disbanded, but we're bringing in the fourth and goal boys. They're going to do all of our expert analysis when it comes to fantasy football. Like I, like they, Like Pat said, 
podcast, The Breakfast Blitz, once the season starts here on Twitch, and uh, a whole lot of analysis. So make sure you're following them on social, Twitter and Instagram, at 4th and Goal USP. Patty Pitts, drop the uh, the handles for your crew and yourself as well. Yeah, so you got me, at Pat underscore Pitts. Um, you got the clock tower with all the power. Big Ben O'Sullivan is at BoCell97. You got Jimmy Cronk at Cronk4AG. Will is, Callie Will is at Wellis8032. And then F Tank is F Tenzer. Uh, yeah, F Tenzer. So make sure you follow those guys because we're going to be hot doing all sorts of tweeting and all sorts of updates with the NFL, fantasy, gambling. I mean, and that's one thing, too. We say our gambling and fantasy picks and whatnot. We're going to keep a record of it. And the only way to keep a record of it is to publicize it on social media. So that's the only way you're going to find out who's the best and who's not. So you got to follow us on that to find out, uh, you know, all your analysis. Exactly. You see our picks on OTB all the time with the NLL. You're going to see picks coming live from the fourth and goal, boys. I love how each and every one of you have a damn nickname, too. That just well, that's the thing. fits I, perfectly. I just, like, come up with nicknames. I mean, I do it with my video games as well. I like to just come up with names that aren't my own. And the, the Fantasy Clock Tower, we were just really, legitimately, we were just out one night at uh, the local watering hole that we go to. And I was just like, I need to come up with a name. I need to come up with a new intro for uh, Fourth and Goal. And I just thought of it off the top of my head with Ben. Uh, Jimmy Cronk, we've literally just been calling him Cronk since high school, uh, his high school football days and um, flag football days. And then Will Will has just been, yeah, Callie Will is just, that's a whole other persona. And then F Tank Diesel is just my own creation that I think is, uh, I think one of my better, uh, whatever you call it, my better nicknames. You're like a Frankenstein of nicknames. You know what? I just do what I just do with the public. I just please. I aim to please. That's really what I am. I just aim to please the public and entertain it any way I can. He aims to please the Pitts peeps, which we might have to put that on. A Yo, t-shirt. we gotta get Pitts peeps going. Like we need people to start tweeting Pitts peeps because that's so funny. And uh, my brother used to say peeps all the time, and then my favorite WWE wrestler used to say it too. Uh, and I just, it just, the alliteration too, it's too perfect not to be uh, publicized in some way. Yeah, so if you're down with Pitts on his U uh, Sports League streams, you're a member of the Pitts Peeps uh, since day one. But I'm very excited about the content coming. Me and Pitts talk literally every day about content. And uh, you guys should be excited for what's coming from the Fourth and Goal Boys. So make sure you're following them on Twitter at Fourth and Goal USP. It's and all spelled out. Uh, and then other content we have coming, obviously the interviews on OTB are going to keep coming. Our boy Jojo Morasco is coming on from the Redwoods Lacrosse Club. He's going to be on this week uh, catching up with Jojo. Got a lot to talk about with him. Streamer season is underway. It is streamer season because we don't have live sports to talk about. <laughs> so streamer season. It is, yeah, it really it is, is. literally streamer season right now. And uh, you guys should be following us on Twitter and Instagram for that, at StreamerSZN. Patty Pitts is part of the Streamer Season crew. Literally everybody that's here at Underground Sports is part of Streamer Season. Um, It's our way to kind of kick back, hang out as uh, an operation, and uh, watch some good TV and movies 
that are on your streaming platform of choice, whether it's Netflix, Hulu, uh, Disney Plus, all that good stuff. We're kicking things off with an amazing show on Amazon Prime Video called Hunters. Uh, Dom told me about it, and I was like, all right, let's sit down and watch it. I love this show, guys. Highly recommend. Get in on it before we record the first episode of Streamer Season. It's called Hunters. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Al Pacino is in it. Uh, I'm blanking on his name, but the homeboy from Perks of Being a Wallflower is in it. Uh, Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother is in it. Like it's yeah. it's executive producers Jordan Peele. Like it is a sensational show. Pitts is starting it tomorrow. He's going to be on the first episode with myself, Dom, and Dylan. And uh, I'm very excited about just being able to talk about this show with a bunch of people and uh, putting it out there for the masses because everybody should be watching this show. It is so well done, and uh, I love it. I'm excited to uh, see Pitts' reactions because I know as soon as he starts watching, he's going to be texting me about this show and be like, uh, what the yeah. hell is going on? Yeah, I have to because if I'm watching it alone and I need answers, I have to text someone, so might as well text. <laughs> so the one who's really into it and really uh you know is on this network as well so yeah kyle expect your phone to be blowing up uh tomorrow so yeah it's gonna be wild uh so make sure you guys are following streamer season on twitter and instagram at streamer szn make sure you're following the main pod at underground phi on twitter and instagram like we said follow fourth and goal usp on twitter and instagram you can follow otb on Twitter and Instagram at OTB Laxpod. Follow Process Potables on Twitter and Instagram at Process Potables. They're also on Untapped. They're going to be doing a lot of beer drinking right now um, because what else is what there else to is do? There to, literally. Um, and we'll be talking NFL free agency on here as it continues to roll. Stuff with the Eagles. Uh, we'll be talking about a whole lot of stuff. We're planning content. I put it out on Twitter. I'm working hard as hell to make sure we're giving you guys the best possible content, whether it's here on Twitch, on Twitter, uh, podcast-wise. whole bunch of stuff is coming, so just ride with us. We're here for you, and uh, we're going to make some magic happen during this odd time without live sports. But uh, you just got to be like Tobias Harris and, and keep posting like the season's going on. And uh, just have fun with it and, and just be safe. Wash your damn hands. Stay safe. Listen to, you know, staying inside and all that. Not staying inside, but, you know, go for a walk. But, you know, social distancing is important. Um, that way this shit can go away sooner rather than later and we can get back to some normalcy in our lives. Yeah. And if you want the Sixers, if you want to watch the Sixers, just go to the Twitch channel and watch the UNBA. I've been playing with the Sixers. I don't know a lot of guys on the Sixers, but Tobias Harris is my dude. So watch him score buckets. And the Flyers have been killing it in the UNHL. So you know what? Your Philly sports are doing well in the UNHL. Boston, eh, not so much. I had a We'd trade. Love to Gordon see Hayward. It. You know what? We know we don't. I had to trade Gordon Hayward for Blake Griffin. Uh, just don't ask how that it makes sense, but <laughs> I thought it would work. It really didn't. We lost, but you know what? The Sixers are winning. The Flyers are winning. So, you know what? Good for you guys in Philly because at least someone's winning in a time like this. Exactly. And Patty Pitts is part of the squad just like the rest of the fourth and goal squad. So, make sure you're following all of them on social. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. 
And make sure you guys are subscribed to all of our podcast feeds. You can just search them in Apple Podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Keep them coming. We've been getting a few in here and there recently. Love to see those. Uh, make sure you leave them five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. And if you don't have an iPhone, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Underground Sports Philadelphia is there. Fourth and Goal will soon be on all of those platforms for the most part as well. And um, we'll be back on Wednesday talking about whatever comes to mind. Maybe we'll talk a little Survivor because uh, you guys know we're big Survivor people here at Underground Sports. And uh, at least we have Survivor going on to talk about a little bit. Uh, you can tweet at us about Survivor as well because we love the show. It's one of our, our staples here. And um, whatever else comes to mind, just tweet at us at UndergroundPHI. You can tweet at Pitts. You can tweet at me, whatever it may be. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. So, as always, show brought to you by our awesome local sponsors. Uh, I'm going to be reaching out to them as well to see what their situations are like, to see if you can still support them during this odd time if they're still open. And they are Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Automall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Pitts, do you plan on streaming any of the U Leagues tonight? Yeah, I'm going to be streaming the U Leagues. Uh, I'll probably stream NHL because I'm kind of over the NBA at the moment. <laughs> um, and I'm going to be doing my Madden League as well uh, that I have with the fourth and goal guys. So if you're interested in that, definitely tweet at me and I'll uh, stream that as well. So I I'll literally stream anything. Um, that's a thing too. I do the UNBA leagues, but I, I have a buddy who really liked the idea of the UNBA and UNHL and he wants to play me on a stream and Twitch and uh, NHL. So literally if you have any ideas of what you want to see uh, streamed because there's no live sports going on, just hit me up. So once I sign off of here, Pitts will be firing up the UNHL. Make sure you follow the stream. Just follow the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. And uh, hopefully some more normalcy will come and we'll have more NFL free agency to talk about. I'll have an update with our, our local sponsors as well. If there's any way you guys can support them and uh, follow the rest of the, the, the network. We've got a lot coming and uh, I'm very excited about it. So for everybody here at Underground Sports Philadelphia, I want to thank Pitts for hopping on the show tonight, talking NFL free agency with your boy. And uh, this has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 221. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett. We are signing off. Peace. Beautiful. That was good. I like that.